about time, it's about space, it's about saving the human race. It's about hate, it's about love, it's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time. Hello and welcome to another episode of All In. As we come into the spring of the year where the sun is shining and God is reminding us that all things can be brand new. In other words, things are sprouting. You didn't even think they lived over the winter. And uh, as that all takes place, it's a good reminder that inside of you and I, are the seeds that God has planted. And it's planted, He's planted them there knowing that they will sprout and come up when the sun shines on you. So welcome to another week of uh, us all allowing the Son of God to shine on us. The Son, Jesus, the Christ, the Anointed One, and His anointing who came to earth and defeated all of the enemy and then turned to us and said, here, go into all the earth and take it over. Take it over for me. Take it over. Go ahead. Do the works like I did and greater because now I am with the Father. So here we are, wondering what our part in that whole event is. And sad to say that as we just have celebrated the resurrection of our Lord, that there are many Christians that are still not sure what the message is. What is the message of the resurrection? What is the message that Jesus came to teach and to preach, and that he asked you and I to go into all the earth and proclaim it? I think sometimes... As Christians, we get, we get complacent in thinking, well, I've accepted Jesus. He's my Lord. I can just rest now because I'm not going to hell. Well, that's wonderful, and that is what it's about. But if you are a Christian longer than a month, it's time to grow. It's time to wake up. It's time for you to get involved. God has called us into a spirit of, of teaching His Word, not laying up. You know, a golfer lays up when they don't want to risk missing the hole, so they lay up, get close. So we don't want to lay up right now. As you look around the world, Satan is a liar, and he has gotten very, very good at lying in every arena, every arena. And those arenas are also the arenas of some churches where he has gotten a hold of the tongues of preachers and say, you know, we don't really need to get actively involved. We can just sit here in our little church and we're all going to go to heaven and we only preach, you know, accepting Jesus uh, as Lord. We don't preach anything beyond that. Well, Good for you, but I'll tell you what, you're going to have to account to the Lord because he came with a much stronger message than just saving you from speaking 
from uh, uh, that to anything that would um, uh, cause any ripples in your faith or ripples in the community, because now you have to speak it in front of someone who doesn't believe. God's calling all of us right now. By the way, the armies of Jesus are coming together. If you're not part of that, you're missing out. The flow of the rivers and the streams of the Lord are merging into one mighty, mighty river. And for those that are alive in Christ, you'll know what I'm talking about. You want more. You want to learn how to be more, do more, get involved more. And there's, this is the time to do it. Lucifer has lied to churches. He's lied in government. He's lied to us through entertainment, through um, the cartoons for the kids. He is taking over every avenue where you and I will let him. Because he has no, no problem taking your kid, your little baby, and pouring lies into that child if you'll allow him to. Satan is the liar. He is a liar. He is a great liar. And he's gotten better at it over the years. So what better way to take over this country or your life or any country than lying to you on every avenue of life? home, business, social, mental, physical, spiritual, and financial. So what are you going to do about it? That's the question. Are you just going to lay up? Are you just going to say, well, look, you know, I know that Jesus is Lord. I accepted him, and I'm just going to, I don't want to, I don't want to make noise because you know, nobody bothers me. I'm living my little life here, my best life and that's great for me. Well, it's not going to be great for your kids and their grandkids if you don't do something about it. Not the one day when you're just sitting there living your best life and you get hauled off to jail because you go to church. You think that's crazy? Just hang in there. You'll see more of what Satan has planned for you. Right now, it's just been a plague you know, and now the finances and maybe the whole, oh, how about a food, food shortage? That'll be good too, right? It's coming. You say, Why are, where's that coming? You'll see. You just sit back some more and you will find out what's in store. Now, for believers, here's what we got to do. First of all, we're in a Shemitah year and that means a year of rest. What does that mean? Well, it, God gave instructions to Moses, and uh, every seventh day should be the Sabbath, right? A day of rest, and every seven years, there must be a year-long Sabbath rest. Every seventh year. We're in one of those seventh years, okay? So we are now in a year-long Sabbath rest, and believe me, that's because you're going to need all the energy you can get coming up in the future, okay? But we are in a year-long Sabbath rest. So what does that mean? That means to you and I, we need to rest in the Lord, but knowing why we're resting, we are resting knowing that the Lord is handling all of our crops, all of our life. But you got to know what it is in your life that you're asking Him to handle. 
if you haven't set goals or targets, then God is just waiting for you. You know, we hear all the time, you know, I just wish God would do this. I wish God would do that. I'm waiting for God. I'm waiting for God. Listen up, guys. He's done it. It's all done. He's waiting for you. He's waiting for me to become on fire with the Holy Spirit, anointed with the Holy Spirit. And we're in a year of rest. So it's a great time to take God's Word and pour it in. Pour it in. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. So this is the year to pour it into yourself so you can be renewed. You can be renewed. That's what we have to be, renewed. Okay, so here we have that God's rest is an abstinence of human effort. Okay, so our efforts are, I'm just a minute ago telling you, you got to get involved. You got to do stuff. First thing is to decide what it is God's asking you to do. And then rest, listening, as he prepares the way for you to do it. Enter in by faith. Not This is the year not to go crazy doing things, as much as listening and allowing the Lord to do the things. Did you ever want God to do something for you because it would be like a sign, right? Well, we're in the seventh year. This is the year God wants to do it. He wants you to ask Him to do it and watch while He does it. Don't try to manipulate it. Don't try to figure it out. Don't try to be the one doing it. Be the one asking God to do it and trusting by filling yourself with the Word. Fill yourself with the Word. Fill yourself with the Word. And allow the Word, which never returns void, by the way, to go out and do what God uh, is is about to do. Watch him do it. If we can get used to that, watching the Lord do miracles every day, but expecting to see God do them. Now here, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. That's Romans 10, 17. <coughs> faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Well, how are you going to hear the word if you don't hear the word? Somebody's got to say it. How about you? Read the Bible out loud to yourself. Read it. Speak it. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. So then faith comes by hearing and obeying the anointed Word of Jesus. Words are anointed. God's words are anointed. I I, I take that back. Only God's words. God's words are anointed. That means, what does anointing mean? The anointing is the power that is released when you hear or speak God's Word. There is a certain vibration. There is a certain frequency. There is a certain power that is released when God's Word is used. God wants us to use His Word this year and watch while He performs... His word in front of your eyes. What do you want to see happen? Pick the wildest thing. Not not things you know can happen. 
things that you know you can't do, pick them and ask God to perform them for you. I mean perform. God is looking to perform. He wants you and I to trust in His Word. So we can have zeal towards working to build all these different things, but then we don't work hard enough to do it. That's because we have to surrender it to the Lord. Christ has completed the work of righteousness in everyone. We aren't going to get, you are not going to get any more righteous. Because I know there are people who say, but you don't know my life, Art. I, I do good in front of people, and people think I'm, I'm um, a, a good Christian, but in reality, I, I'm a sinner. I still do some things that are sinful. No kidding. Are you kidding me? And the fact that you know they're sinful means you're judging yourself. Judge yourself by acknowledging they're sinful, surrender it to the Lord, and you're forgiven, and get back in the righteousness of Christ. You aren't going to get any more righteous on this planet. If you're waiting for the day where you're sin-free to start performing God's Word, you are never going to ever see God's Word work. We have to know that by faith, we are the righteous of God. We are the righteousness of God. By faith, by faith, we trade in our unrighteousness for His righteousness. So the per part of me that is in sin or thinks it's in sin or doesn't do enough, and that's a sin, okay, I trade that in every day and put on the righteousness of Christ. I am redeemed because of the righteousness I get, not because of waiting for me to do righteous things. I will do more righteous things because I want to, and I want to get closer to being perfect with God, but I also know that if I'm waiting for that day, it is never going to take place. For he hath made him, Jesus, to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. That's 2 Corinthians 5, 21. So God wants you to believe and act as though you are righteous. You are in right standing with God. Now, if you're in right standing with God, there should be nothing in your head that says you're unworthy. Listen to me. It's not about you. It's not about what you can do. It's about what Jesus the Christ did. It's not about you. We always want to make it about ourselves. I can't do that. I don't know how. You don't know my life. Come on. Jesus did it for you. That's the whole point of the resurrection. He went and did it for you. He paid the bill. He paid the price for every sin you're ever going to in the future commit, as well as all those that were committed. They're over. Uncounted votes. You all, you're, un, you're not, you know, people complain about uncounted votes. Here they are, man. You are, the sin is uncounted forever. Jesus uncounted it when he went to the cross. It no longer counts against you. 
Can you imagine your own sin doesn't count against you? But you have to get a mental picture of that. We have to walk in the fact that that is true. That we are under the blessing, not the curse. That we have been redeemed from the curse. That's attached to the breaking of the law because we are in right standing with God. We are in Christ. We are in Christ. We are in right standing with God. We are. We are. Who are you? You are in right standing. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are in Christ, in Him, in Him. Then what does that make you? Okay, what it makes you is, first of all, a human that was born in the image and the likeness of God. Then, oh yeah, Adam lost it all, gave it over to Lucifer, who took over earth. Took it over, okay, but now Jesus got it back. So what does it make you? It makes you a, 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 a human who is made in the image and likeness of God, and that old person that Adam caused the curse to come on no longer counts. The only one that counts is the righteousness one, the born-again spirit man inside of you and I that gets up every day and says, I am alive in Christ. I am born again. I am sorry for when I miss it. I am, and the Bible says we have an advocate with the Father when we do miss it. When you do sin, doesn't matter. Get rid of it. Get back in the righteousness of God. You should be living, we should be living in the righteousness of God. Not because of us, but because of Him. Because of Jesus. And this year, the Shemitah year of rest, rest in the Lord. Rest in knowing that God's not mad at you. Rest in knowing that God forgave all your sin. Even the one you're going to do now, today. It's forgiven. Now, you have to receive it. You have to receive the fact that it's forgiven so that you can put back on the righteousness of God. But that is a daily mental process. So here in Romans 8.14, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Now the only way you can get into that righteousness is with the help of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is in us, causing us to be able to hear directly from God. God saying, wake up, wake up church, wake up believer, I need you on the scene right now. The earth is in trouble, the world is in trouble, they want to take over your climate, they want to take over your kids, they want to take over your health, they want to take over everything, they want to create a, a food shortage. They want to make you so dependent on the government that you don't have anywhere else to go. You can't get gas. You can't get food. You got to get boosters forever. 
Hey, listen, the word of God is the booster you need. It'll boost you over anything. No weapon formed against me will prosper, for my righteousness is of the Lord. But whatever I do will prosper, for I am a tree planted by the rivers of living water. Become the tree planted by the rivers of living water. That's where we've got to go. That's what we've got to do, but you can't do it apart from Christ. You can only do it with the righteousness of Christ. There are so many people out there today that don't even believe there's a hell. For crying out loud, there's people that don't even know what Easter is. They did a a man on the street interview I saw on on TV. Uh, What is Easter? Uh, I don't know. It's about bunnies or something. It's about rabbits. It's about, I don't know. What is Easter? Well, for some, that's what it's about. Candy, bunnies, period. Easter was hijacked. Satan is a liar. Why? Because Resurrection Day is the most powerful day ever in history. So now let's cover that up with sweets that take your brain and drive it crazy. And of course, let's get it to the kids so they don't actually hear a sermon in case they go to church. They're just focused on the candy. Do you understand that Satan is real and he's taking over every area, the universities, the schools, that now he wants preschool and kindergarten? Are you going to let him have it? Are you one of those Christians that says, oh, Art, you're overdoing it, you're over-exaggerating? Let me tell you something. This is happening while you're asleep if you think that. And you and I need to get involved at every level, every level. Every level, even if you just go, sit in a meeting and pray. You don't even have to run for an office. Just go, sit in a school board meeting, sit in a local anything meeting, and just pray while you're there, and find out what the issues are, and pray that the right ones go through. Prayer will make the difference. And you can do that. That's something you can do. I'm telling you, it is time for the body of Christ to shake themselves and get up, and stop sitting home, get out involved, and do something to make a difference in this world. Or, you'll be one of the ones who said, boy, when you get to heaven, you'll be one of the ones, I could have did more. I could have done it. I could have got involved. But here I sit. I was so complacent. I'm retired, Art. You know, I I, I have je- I have enough money to live, and I don't want to rock the boat. Let me tell you something. You don't have to rock the boat. The boat's getting rocked for you, and you might fall out. You want to sit home and just not worry about rocking the boat? Don't worry. The boat will come to you and rock itself, because that's the way Satan is. Then there's pastors that don't even believe there's a hell. I mean, we're dealing with all kinds of people out there that are so complacent on every level that if the Christians got up right now and all decided that right now we're going to vote a certain way or do a certain thing, it's over. But yet the Christians, what are they doing? It's time for the body of Christ to come together. I believe it is right now. So having said that, what are they doing? I'm also saying the streams are coming together. Be one that's coming together. I'm trying to rattle our cages so that we all know it's time to move. It's time to move right now.
And here, Revelation 12, 9. We're in this moment, guys. And the great dragon was cast out. The old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. How many angels were cast out with him? Who knows? Bible says something about a third. A third of what? It could be millions, billions. We don't know. Because that is the case. Satan, the dragon, was cast out of heaven. He can't live in heaven. And yet he had a pristine position in heaven. But he's here in the earth. He's here in the earth, and he needs to be dealt with by each individual Christian. Oh, but Art, if I do that, man, he, he might come at me harder. Come on. Jesus defeated him. He put him under his feet. And what we've got to do is realize that he's finished. But you got to know the word. you got to put the word in you. Put faith comes by hearing and hearing the word. So this is the Shemitah year, the rest year. Participate. Start resting in the Lord. Start writing down things you need or want from God and look at them every day. Lay hands on them and say, Lord, I wonder how you're going to perform this for me. I'm excited to watch you perform. I'm excited to watch you heal this person. I'm excited to watch you... Uh, put money in my bank account, or to supernaturally pay off a loan, or to supernaturally bring money, or real estate, or a home that I'm looking to buy. I am looking to you, Lord. I'm not going to struggle with this. I'm not going to wrestle with this. I am not going to listen to the media tell me people are overbidding on houses by $50,000, therefore I can't get one. I am going to simply rest, knowing that you, Lord, are going to perform your word today in my life, causing miracles to happen. And when that happens, not if, but when it happens, I am going to report to the world that my God supplies all my needs according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. Philippians 4.19 My God supplies all my needs. So here we are. Here we are in a moment, 2022. We are in a moment of time where you need to trust the Lord. And those who don't, I believe they will burn up just from pure exhaustion. I don't want to be one of those. I want to rest in the Lord. And so I'm resting. I'm resting. And I'm thanking God that he is performing the world works that in my life will cause miracles to happen. My God is doing the work. His word never returns void. His word is doing the work. But are you ingesting the word and releasing the word into the earth? Adam ate the wrong fruit. Are you eating the right fruit? Take the fruit from the tree of life. Take the fruit from the tree of life and throw out the fruit from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Throw it out. It's poison. You don't have to know how everything works. You just have to know that God Almighty 
is about to do a miracle for you. Will you do that? Will you praise his name with me? Will you thank him that this is the day that he's made? And we will rejoice and be glad in it. That's what we're talking about. And we're going to go to break. We'll come back and talk more about how God wants to do great and mighty things this year for you. Don't go away. It's about time. It's about space. It's about saving the human race. It's about hate. It's about love. It's about everything above. It's about war. It's about peace. It's about changing history. It's about you. It's about me. It's about time. Broadcasting live from historic West Norriton Township. This is AM 1180. AM 1180. WFYL. King of Prussia. Philadelphia. It's about time. It's about space. It's about saving the human race. It's about hate. It's about love. It's about everything above. It's about war. It's about peace. It's about changing history. It's about you. It's about me. It's about time. And we're back. And I do get a chance during these breaks to just settle down a little bit so that I can come down to a level where people aren't mad at me for getting way out there, you know. And we are in a moment, church. We are in the moment <clears throat> where it's time to make the difference. You can't just sit around. Got to get the word, but you got to rest. And you got to rest in the Word and watch the Word work. I've never been more excited about that. And this is the moment. This is that moment. This is that wonderful, wonderful moment. So here in Ephesians 1.17, it says, That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation, in the knowledge of him, that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us, word who believe, according to the working of his mighty power. So, if you continue to eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, where do I get that fruit from? Media, television, polit politicians. And I'm not talking about one side or the other at this point. I mean, you better find a politician who knows Jesus and tells the truth. I mean, that's the bottom line. <clears throat> because the lies that have dominated and taken over everything, uh, these are the problem, the lies. We have to understand that these lies have to stop, or not stop, but we have to stop listening to them. So we're either eating from the tree, the fruit of that tree of, of good and evil, or we're back over here and may give us the spirit of wisdom of revelation in the knowledge of him, Jesus the Christ. So we want to pull back from the knowledge of good and evil, and we want to get revelation knowledge 
from the Word of God, that our eyes of understanding will be enlightened, and we will know the hope of His calling. So, He wants us to listen up right now, and the Holy Spirit will give you answers. The Holy Spirit will speak to each one of us. The Holy Spirit's job is to tell us what the next step is, how you can make a difference. Every one of us is called differently. That's the most beautiful thing, that each one of us has a specific role to play. And if we will take a moment to listen to the Lord, He will show us that role. He will give us that role to play. And it says in 2 Corinthians 4.16, For which cause we faint not, but through our outward, though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Don't get tired. Don't say, you know, Art, I'm older and I, I, I'm beat up. I've had enough. I'm not going to get engaged. Use the wisdom God has given you to get engaged. It's very, very important. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us word who believe according to the working of his mighty power? We want his mighty power to be working for us. I do. So this day, this year, this month, this week, whatever it is when you hear this, start to look for God's mighty power to show up. Just start to look for it and allow it to show up. And in 2 Corinthians 4.16, it says, For which cause we faint not, but through the, though the, our outward man perishes, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. That means we can't faint no matter what your age you are at. If you're older and you can't run around like crazy or do anything, just pray. You can pray. You can pray, and your prayers are heard. <clears throat> the outward man has to, has to, and it will perish, but the inward man has is renewed, and it's being renewed. And it's being renewed right now because we need it renewed. We need the fire and the power of God in order to move to the next level. Here in Galatians 1, 11, 6 through 16, But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. Now, this is Paul talking. He said, I didn't get this from TV. I didn't get this from man. For neither, for I neither received it of man, nor was I taught it by by the revelation of Jesus the Christ. So Paul is saying he has revelation knowledge, revelation knowledge of how this all works. And that's what we want. We want revelation knowledge. For ye have heard of my conversion in times past in the Jews' religion, how that beyond measure I persecuted the church of God and wasted it. Paul is admitting, he said, you've heard about me. I was one of the biggest adversaries of Jesus. I was taking great excitement in in killing Christians and stopping them from preaching the gospel. And here he's talking about that. 
beyond measure, I persecuted the church and profited in the Jewish religion above many my equals in my own nation being more exceedingly zealous of the traditions of my fathers. But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace to reveal his son in me, that I might preach him among the heathen, immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. So when Paul realized that Jesus was calling him, he immediately stopped listening to any man, telling him what they thought, and went right to the Holy Spirit, where God was giving him revelation knowledge of how everything works. So Paul is not someone who went to the apostles and said, teach me everything. He's someone who went to the Lord and got direct communication from him. He was killing Christians. So he stopped getting his data, his information from people. I suggest you do the same. The Word of God is sufficient. Go to the Word. Read the Word. This is the year of rest. Rest in the Word. What better way to spend the Shemitah year than reading the entire Bible and allowing the Holy Spirit to reveal to you things you never thought of? And God will do that. He's calling every Christian right now. God is calling each one of us. He's calling you by name. Will you hear his call? He's saying, will you come? Come to me. Come to me. Let me fill you with my word. Stop eating from the tree that Adam and Eve ate from. Stop eating that information. Stop ingesting it. And stop allowing your children to eat from that tree. Teach them. Teach your children. It's a bad tree. The tree of knowledge of good and evil is what Adam and Eve ate from. And you, you know, a Christians like to say, well, if Adam wouldn't have sinned. Well, <clears throat> the original sin that everyone has is you're still eating from that tree. We have to stop eating the fruit from the tree of Satan the knowledge of good and evil. Go to the Word. Eat the fruit of the Word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word. The Word is pure fruit. will only give you revelation knowledge of truth and good. But we have to get involved. We have to eat that fruit. And just like Paul, who stopped conferring with everyone, don't you know, get all fired up and then go to a, a, a party with your family and say, what do you think? What do you think they think? If they aren't on the word, if they're not eating from the tree of life, they aren't going to, their thoughts don't matter. Jesus walked into the house where uh, uh, they said the, da the daughter was dead. He said, nah, she's just asleep. And they laughed to scorn. They laughed at him. They laughed at Jesus. Oh, he's crazy. Are you kidding? Come on, anybody can see she's dead. No, she's asleep. He was eating from one tree. They were eating 
from another tree. Which tree are you eating daily information from? And he woke her up, called her up. She rose, and there was no more laughing at Jesus. They were saying, who is this guy? What the heck? How does how can this be? That is who you are made in his image and likeness. Paul stopped listening to the world. Will you? Turn off the world. Turn on Jesus. <coughs> Behind the scenes in this country, in this world, demons are at work trying to convince you it's hopeless. Behind the scenes, Satan has lied to you and I from every source of data he could get his little lying hands on. He's infiltrated the government. <coughs> he has. I'm not saying who, but he's infiltrated it. He's infiltrated the media. He's infiltrated the banks. He's infiltrated the medical communities. He's infiltrated everything with the knowledge of good and evil, and evil is his predominant focus. Jesus is in you. We have to infiltrate. We need to be back in government. We need to be back in the media, back everywhere, spreading the gospel, the gospel, the good news. But we have to unplug <coughs> from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Got to unplug. Got to unplug. When people who are investing money are investing it to make more money, and they're investing in companies that are using your money and the profits they made off your money to come against what you believe in, then your greed for where you're investing is what you're responsible for. <clears throat> you need to pull it out. Pull your money out from people that are harming what you believe in. Right now, there's certain amusement places that are wanting to fight and make complete admissions that they want to get to your kindergarten kids, your preschool kids, and confuse them with what gender they are. They've made it known. As Christians, you need to make a stand. You need to make it known. Their stock is falling daily. I hope and pray it falls to the ground. Why? Because that's the only way they'll wake up. We don't need to keep supporting the enemy's camp. I don't care what it is. Every dollar you give somewhere is supporting something. Find out if it's for God's glory or for God's damnation. You need to figure that out because you'll be accountable for every dollar that you invest. Every dollar, But it's in a 401k. I don't know where they're doing it. Find out. <clears throat> right now, they're devaluing your money to the nth degree. Get your money somewhere where God can bless it. And he can't bless it if it's in the hands of some organization that's using it to defile this country. So God cannot bless you with your retirement money if you're allowing that money to be used to fund abortion, other things that are against the will of God. Period. The end. Do you hear? For those that have ears to hear, do you hear? 
You can't just say, well, I have no control over that. Yes, you do. It's your money. But if I pull it out, I'll be penalized. Really? And that's going to stop you because you are going to be penalized, but you're going to allow the money to fund things that are hurting the kingdom of God. Do you realize what you're saying? I hear people every day tell me they're not greedy, they're good people, but gee, get a hold of your life. God can bless it much more than any person that's got an investment somewhere. God wants to bless it. <clears throat> if you do it in the name of Jesus, he's going to bless it, but you got to rest and know that he's doing it. And you got to know that God's word can and will transform your financial life. It'll do it overnight. Oh, yes, it will, if you believe. If you stop believing what the enemy says and start believing what God says. So, see, I don't know if I can, I feel like I'm not going to, it's not going to happen that for me. Like, I always feel like God's word doesn't work. Who cares how you feel? Feelings are designed to pull you back into the fall, the fall of Adam. Whenever you say, I don't feel like it, or I don't feel like it's working, you're, what you're really saying is, I'm comfortable with the tree of knowledge of good and evil. I, I felt more comfortable there. It was cozy. That's where everybody's eating off of that tree. They're all kind of hanging on that tree. <laughs> Feelings pull you back eat to eat off the tree of knowledge of good and evil. You're eating the same tree that got Adam in trouble because of your feelings. Your spirit is designed to put you over all of it. Your spirit will put you over all if you will allow your spirit to have control. So it's time. It is time for us to take control. It's time for us to use God's Word. God's Word never returns void. Matthew 5, 44. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. That's what you could be doing right now. So that you may show yourselves to be the children of your Father who is in heaven. Don't join them, but pray for them. For he makes his sun rise on both good and evil. For those that are good, it makes it rain from fall on the righteous and the unrighteous, the morally upright and the unrighteous, the unrepentant, those who oppose him. He, God, has allowed on this earth both good and evil. You are choosing your eternity by choosing which side you're on. Right now, as a believer, there is no such thing as I'm just going to lay up and do nothing. Every single person who hears this, I'm telling you, if you can do nothing else, you start praying. You start praying for the children. You pray that the stupid stuff they're trying to teach your kids and other people's kids is stopped. You pray for this country. You pray for the right leaders that have a brain that will understand that if you shut down every form of energy in this country, of course there's a shortage. If you shut down the industries that produce food, of course there's a shortage. That's what's going on behind the scenes. You have no clue if you don't know what I'm saying, but God does. Seek the Lord with all your heart. 
leaning not to your own understanding. The day is coming where if you if we as a church don't just stand in faith, you will suffer at the hand of the world's way. Because the world, as we know it, that's not serving God, is causing great famine to come on this earth, great lack, great everything. It's coming. The Bible says it's coming. So gear up, Christian, because on your side of the fence, you can be blessed in the midst of it. In the midst of it, you can be blessed and will be blessed if you stand and eat from the tree of life. The tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Which one do you take your daily food from? Which one? Which one? Now, you know, for those of you who are still afraid of the plague, or for those of you who are afraid of <coughs> the vaccine, or that you got it, and now you're afraid of it, I, I mean, whatever it is you're fearful of. In Acts 28, 3, 6, Paul gathered a bundle of sticks, laid them on a fire, and a viper crawled out, hanging on his hand. They began saying to one another, undoubtedly, this man is a murderer, and he's going to die. And they all were starting to wait for Paul to die. Well, guess what? He didn't die. Why? Because he's a believer. And no poison, no plague, no anything should be tolerated in your mind as something that can kill you. But you have to train yourself with the Word of God. No weapon formed against me will prosper, for my righteousness is of the Lord. But whatever I do, Whatever I do will prosper, for I am a tree planted by the rivers of living water. Wouldn't you rather be a tree planted by the rivers of living water than someone who is walking around broke, busted, sick, and disgusted? The tree of knowledge of good and evil. Right now, if you Google something, you got the tree of knowledge of good and evil. You got both sides. And not for long because they're accentuating the negative and eliminating the positive. That's just what they call squenching freedom of speech. So we have to look at ourselves, each one of us, and say, what are we going to do as Christians in these final days? Oh, they're final. Jesus is coming back. There's a real place called heaven. There's a real place called hell. You are deciding where you stand when you get to heaven. You are adding to your crown, or you're not. Some people will barely make it in. Thank God they do. Some will have a lot waiting for them. Jesus is building a house for each one of us, and your house will reflect what you did on earth. What are you doing while you're on this planet? Don't allow the sinfulness that's in each one of us to convince you that you're not worthy. Rather, let the righteousness of Christ that he got for you when he died on the cross to reign in your mind. Walk in your mind full of the knowledge that Jesus loves you, God loves you. Another way to say it is the creator of the universe, and for those scientists who consistently want to call him an alien, the great alien creator of the universe has loved you so much. He made you in his own image and likeness and sent 
an example son into the earth, which he was in, that body, to defeat your enemy for you, knowing you couldn't do it. Because Satan is a fallen angel, and he knew things that you didn't know. He, yes, he got to you. He got to me. But Jesus got to him. If he would, Satan would have ever known that crucifying Jesus on the cross was going to cause all of us to reign as kings, he never, ever would have did it. He didn't see it coming. He thought he had God on the cross. But he didn't realize that when he dis- Jesus descended into hell and Jesus defeated him in the pit of hell, he didn't realize that all of us would be born again and that the sample son would produce millions and billions of reborn Christians that walk in the image and likeness and righteousness of God. And here we stand. What are we doing with it? What are you doing with it? I hope that every week this program sort of fires you up a little bit if you listen to it, motivates you a little bit to do better, to get on the Word and let the Word (coughs) work, let the Word do the work. So in this Shemitah year, let's read the Bible. Let's read the Word. Let's speak the Word. Let's watch the Word do the work. I don't know about you, but I've gotten... I'm writing down some big things that I would like to see the Word do the work for. And then I'm going to look back at this year, and I'm going to just praise God that every one of those things came to pass, not because of work that I did, but being in a Shemitah year, it was the work that God did because He said, rest, and I'm resting. I am resting. I am in rest right now in Jesus' name. And I pray that you are too. So as we close up this week's program, go in peace to love and serve the Lord, but go and rest and read the Word and let the Word be the the tree of good from the Lord, not the tree of knowledge of good and evil. So just plug into the right tree. Don't do what Adam did. Don't do what Eve did. Eat from the tree of life. And we'll see you next week on All In. It's about time, it's about space, it's about saving the human race. It's about hate, it's about love, it's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time.